everybody. This is Kevin Cronin from REO Speedwagon. And even though I am personally not stuck in the 80s, <laughs> I enjoyed the 80s, but you're listening to Stuck in the 80s. Travel back in time to the 80s. Reliving the weirdness. Why are we wearing bras on our heads? The history. Live Aid. We're coming together. And the simple pleasures. All I need some tasty waves, cool buzz, and I'm fine. Because just like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? Welcome to Stuck in the 80s. I am your host, Steve Spears with Tampa.com, and with me, he's a sweet-talking stud who can melt a girl's heart with his pout. He's the kind of lover that the ladies dream about. Oh, yes, he is. He is Sean Daly. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Is that, that, that's a lyric from the great REO Speedwagon, isn't it, Steve? Dare I say, you are correct, sir. <laughs> yeah, of course it's a lyric from God. If anyone doesn't know that, turn off the podcast now. Because we got nothing so for angry. you this week. We got nothing for you this week if you don't like Ario. Hey, do you mind putting on a shirt while we record <laughs> this? Because really, I'm getting lost in your chest there. Uh, the wax will stick to the shirt <laughs> if I put it on too soon. Yes, yes. Today is our, our interview with Kevin Cronin, lead singer of Ario Speedwagon, one of the great American rock bands of all time. Steve, how many times have you uh, seduced a crying girl to uh, keep on loving you? Usually the crying comes after the seduction, <laughs> to be honest. And I'm gonna keep on loving you Cause it's the only thing I wanna do um, Many, many a times. And I also have a theory about keep on loving you. That it's one song you cannot do badly when during karaoke. Really? Yep. And I'm gonna keep on loving Steve. You're right. I See? sound amazing. amazing. I sound like Sinatra right Anybody there. Anybody can be Kevin Cronin. But not everybody can talk to Kevin Cronin. God, we're so special. Yeah. Now, he was not the easiest guy to get on the phone. And uh, I got to admit, uh, he, the life of Twice. Uh, yeah. the life Twice. Of touring is, uh, I'm sure, hectic. Twice Cronin gave us the slip. We almost had him in our clutches, and he slipped out. But... Third time's the charm, and we talked to him for, what, about a half hour? Yeah. It was a great time. He's coming to town here uh, in Clearwater to Ruth Eckert Hall, October 23rd. They're playing with my favorite band from Jacksonville, 38 Special. I'm so caught up in you, Steve Spears. <laughs> I knew that was coming. <laughs> uh, I love 38 cool. Special, too. Any good stories about REO Speedbagging from your youth? Were you a big REO fan as a... Yeah, I was. I liked him a lot. I mean, that was that. You know, again, those are songs that are ingrained in my in my DNA. They were always present in the soundtrack of my '80s youth. Ario Speedwagon was always present. I don't really have any great stories. I don't think, but I remember uh, I was a, a bit of a wuss, and when I was moving from 
uh, Massachusetts to Pennsylvania when I was 14, the crying montage, the song playing there in the crying montage was uh, Can't Fight This Feeling. Because I just bought that album. and I, I had the album and I put it on my little tape, converted to tape. And I would play that constantly as the moving van pulled away and took all my dreams with it. I hate you, Bob! You've ruined my life for moving us! I hate you! I'm gonna do drugs! Oh, I will! I'm gonna rebel! Not I've forgotten why I found it! You do, Dad! <laughs> Thanks a lot for the divorce! Yeah. Wow, so this that is was... a strangely therapeutic episode of Stuck in <laughs> the is, It's all coming out today, folks. But anyway, talking to Kevin Cronin uh, sealed up, uh, so, you know, healed old wounds. I love my parents again. I'm gonna go and hug them next time I see them. Um, R.E.O.S.P. Wedding was the very first concert I ever wanted to see growing up. When you know, when you kind of realize that hey, these bands actually tour and you can see them live. Yeah, and that was uh, back in '81 or '80 for their uh, High Infidelity tour. Can I ask you a question? Is it going to involve uh, when you genitals? saw R.E.O.S.P. Speedwagon, Did you have a mustache? In college, I had a mustache. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> You're just going to get more mileage out of that cliche. If you haven't listened to our Strange Brew podcast, please do. <laughs> we could use the traffic. <laughs> um, now, Ario came through, and uh, that was when they had the epic T-shirts. You remember they had the uh, the baseball jersey with the Ario Speedwagon symbol with the wings? Yes. Great shirts. And uh, uh, didn't that was the first of many times my parents would say no to my concert wishes. And it's, it haunted me for years until I finally saw them in the early 90s up in Jacksonville, Florida. And it was an epic show. It was it was fantastic. They're just as good live. They're better live than on on vinyl or on uh, DVD on CD. That's what they say. I haven't seen them. This Ruth Eckert show will be my first show. Yeah. And um, when they when they come out for the encore and they play, uh, they hit the the low sounding you know the siren for uh, riding the storm out, sort of like their traditional uh, last song. Man, I mean the whole place is just you know, it's just like it's just like it sounds when you hear the live version. You know, my nipples are hard right now just thinking about it. I actually just think about anything my nipples get hard. Yeah, I was going to say. Cool. Well, let's get to it. What do you say? Let's go. You're about to hear Kevin Cronin talk about trashing a hotel room, what he once saw while singing Keep On Loving You, I believe. No? Can't fight this feeling. Oh. What he once saw in the crowd happen as he was singing Can't Fight This Feeling, uh, and how heart surgeons, the world's greatest heart surgeons, are inspired by the music of Ario Speedwagon. Enjoy the interview. Hey, Kevin, how are you? Hey, Steve, how are you? I'm here with Sean Daly. He's the pop music critic for the St. Pete Times. Hey, Kevin, how you doing? Hey, Sean. Awesome. Thanks for this today. This is great. Oh, no problem, man. Thanks for the support. We appreciate it. Oh, this is a thrill for us. Yeah, no kidding. Where are you right now? I am in Kalamazoo, Michigan. Kalamazoo. Are you guys on the road, I take it? Absolutely. Or are you, va- or are you vacationing <laughs> we got a show in Kalamazoo? Here at, uh, in Kalamazoo this evening, and uh, we've, been, uh, we've been on the road for a while. It's been, a, it's been a quite, a, quite a busy uh, year for us. This, uh, when you come down here and play in Clearwater on October 23rd at Ruth Eckert Hall, that, is that, that's towards the end of the tour, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, that's pretty much um, 
uh, I think November 3rd in Las Vegas is the final show. So we're, uh, we're winding down for the year. And uh, it's a good feeling. You know, it's, a, it's been a great, great summer for us. And, uh, you know, with the new record out and everything. And, I mean, Ruth Eckert Hall is just one of those uh, special, special venues that, that you look forward to playing because, you know, everybody gets a great seat. The, sounds, the sound is just like crystal clear in there. It's one of the, one of the nicest venues that, that we play. Now, Kevin, don't you have like a local connection too? I, I do absolutely. My uh, my wife's family um, lives, you know, up and down the, the coast between uh, between Clearwater and um, up in. They have some there's some people in Newport Ritchie, uh, some people up in um, just up uh, you know, up along there. So there's going to be a, a quite a contingent of uh, of my uh, relatives uh, at the at the show as well. That's nice. I, I think you know Bobby Rossi the uh, at, at Ruth Eckert, he was telling me something about a pizza place. Did I hallucinate this? Yeah, no, no, no. Bobby Rossi and I are good buddies. I He's love great. Bobby. And uh, no, my my um, my father in law had a you know he passed away recently, unfortunately. But he uh, had but and now my brother in law has the restaurant. It's called Guido's. Guido's, uh, Guido's Pizza, and uh, it's. Just it's in, you know they originally started in in the Midwest, so it's real Chicago style pizza. It's uh, so good. good, and uh, and then uh, there's a, a fellow named Paul who was uh, a partner there. As he opened a place, another pizza place that's like literally right around the corner from Ruth Eckerd. So uh, there's there's going to be pizza all over the place. I'll I, tell you that. I bet if Steve and I keep talking about Guido's, we'll get a free slice. Yeah, I would say I all would right. say mention it, and and it, it could turn out good for you, and 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 you will not. Regret Right. This, this stuff is good, man. It's the real thing. Hey, Kevin, let me ask you. When you're touring on a new album, does that kind of juice the live tour a little bit? Does it make things kind of like everything starts to feel fresh again? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You, you, I mean, you nailed it. That's exactly true because, you know, you learn so much uh, in the studio because you're, you know, you're working hard and you're, you're, so, uh, you're playing and singing so intensely in the studio that uh, it, it can't help but rub off on the new material just on, on a musical level. And then you just, just on a vibe level, everybody's, everybody's you know, just feeling, uh, you know, renewed energy-wise. And, you know, and you're, you know, it's just a great feeling to finish a record. So everybody you know just you know in that positive state of mind and 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 it just it does it can't help like i say it can't help but rub off on the on the classic songs and um so uh you, you know the the old songs sound better than ever to me now i'm having more fun singing them than i ever have and uh, it's just it's you know the it gets the whole organization it's like you know, the, even the the crew guys you know they, they when there's new new songs there it's like everyone's on their toes and uh, it's just it's a good you know in the in the career cycle of a of a band you know especially one that's been uh, together as long as we have there's you know there's the the peaks and the valleys of of, of any long term relationship and you know right now you know after finishing a, a a labor of love which this record really was um, we're you know we're definitely it's, it's definitely a peak time right now so it's a it's a good time to to be you know if you were ever going to come and hear us this would be a good time to catch the band you know Kevin you have one of those classic voices it still sounds great I like asking this question do you think you're a better musician and a singer more new today than you were say 20 years ago i mean absolutely i mean i i feel like um you know i listen back to to some of those some of our old records and uh you know and i can i can appreciate them for the for the charm that they had and there was you know the, the there was some some uh uh some well-written songs and stuff like that but as far as the as far as the um 
the singing, you know, it's it's a little like looking at your high school yearbook picture, you know, for, for you know for me. And you know, every once in a while we'll go into a, you know, we'll go out and just hang out, and there'll be a a band playing, and they'll either see us there or not, but but they'll but they'll they'll start playing one of our old songs and you know and so so the you know the, the tribute bands and the copy bands are you know their thing is to to copy the original record as closely as possible so i hear these guys singing the songs like trying to mimic exactly how i sang them in whatever 1978 or 1983 and i'm like i'm a, i'm cringing i'm like dude you know come on, <laughs> but bring it up to date a little bit you know, you know you always want to feel like like things are getting better and like they're improving and and you know that's one of the great things about music is that you, you you make a record and obviously that becomes the definitive version of the song but every time you play it it's like you get to paint the painting again and and make it a little bit better and and i feel like um like like with our band i mean every night we get we come off stage and we're still we're still like we were when we were kids you know it's like wow man that one part of that one song let's let's change it let's do it this way and we're all you know everyone is kind of talking to each other about little things that we can do to to just you know to try to you know because you're always looking for that perfect performance and uh uh so you know we're, we're still into it man we still love it as much now if not i think we i think we're actually playing better now than we ever have so um you know it's a good feeling to have Hey, Kevin, let me ask you about the new album for a second, uh, Find Your Own Way Home. I've written about it a couple times on our uh, Stuck in the 80s blog, and i got to admit, I love it. It's a fantastic piece of work. Well, thanks a lot, man. I appreciate that. The um, the, the one tune I needed to fall, which which charted um, or, what was it earlier this year, sounds like vintage REO. You know, it kind of, you know, it, we, we we still are who we are, you know. But uh, you know, I think the, the, I think the person that really said it best was the the uh, the girl who takes care of our speedwagon.com website. Is her name is Ruth McCartney, and uh, you may recognize the last name. She's Paul's little sister. Oh, and uh, when she heard the record, she was one of the first people outside the band to hear it. And her, I'll never forget her comment because she said she looked me right in the eye and she goes, she goes, you guys did it. She goes, you made a record that is both fresh and old school at the same time and you know it's like it's not like that's how we planned it you know we just we make our records we just kind of let the songs lead the way and we just kind of uh you know serve the songs but but really that's i think any band in our position that's kind of what you would like to do you'd like to make a record that that uh that your fans that have been with you all through the years can identify with and and relate to and connect with that you also want to do something that that shows some growth and and uh and you know, and makes you feel like your like your music is moving forward uh so if you can kind of do both of those things on the same record that's 
you know, that's what I think any band in our position would would, would like to do. And the fact that we kind of uh, we kind of stumbled into it, uh, it's a it's a it's, it's a nice feeling to have again. But you, you know, you make these songs. Even today, you're making these songs that 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 people can relate to and that people can um, have sex to and and they and they fall, yeah. and fall in love to. I, I gotta believe, Kevin. Somebody like you, you must have people come up to you all the time saying that. They got married to this song or they lost their virginity to this song. I mean, you know, you make these songs that, you know, I mean, really, that they get to people's t- hearts. I mean, do you have stories like that, like crazy people coming up and fans trying to, to tell you their life story about this stuff? Well, really, what I would like to do, what, what I would, what I was hoping for, was that people would come up to me and want to have sex with me <laughs> when they listen to the song. That, that, uh, unfortunately, that hasn't happened a whole yeah, lot lately. Yeah, but, right, it hasn't uh, happened. But no, we do, we do get, uh, we get, we get some wacky stories. We had a, we had a couple who. As I was singing, uh, it was, this was up in Syracuse, New York. I, as I was singing Can't Fight This Feeling, I kind of, out of the corner of my eye, noticed that a lot of the people in the audience were, like, their attention was not really focused on the stage <laughs> anymore. And it was, I was kind of like, I was like, what, what's going on? What, you know, I saw everyone kind of looking to their left. And so I kind of looked over there, and there was a guy on one knee in the aisle proposing to his girlfriend as we sang the song. So exactly. we get uh, all kinds of wacky stuff going on. That's great. That's great. Yeah, I thought you were going to say I mean, so- it really is great. I mean, as, as you know, as you know, you can laugh about it and, and stuff like that. But, you know, we also get, you know, now with the, with the Internet, um, you know, it's it's a lot easier to to stay on top of of the of the of the fan mail that comes in because it just it comes in on through the website and uh, so I get all kinds of messages and I I recently got a a message from a guy who was going through uh, chemotherapy and and you know I and I've never experienced it but it, it I guess it's a you know it's not not one of the it's not fun it's very uncomfortable and what he would he would play our song keep pushing over and over again as he went through it just to and it would kind of help him to make it through the you know the 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 process and i'm like man that's you know that's pretty awesome i I talked to a a guy i got an email recently from a guy in iraq who who they play our music inside of their uh their armored vehicles and inside of their tanks as they're like you know going into battle they're they're playing riding the storm out and then i'm like man that's that's oh check this out is the the surgeon who uh just recently did a did a surgery on, on my dad said that when they're in surgery you know doing like open heart like heart transplants and stuff they're playing the, 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 the our hits record you know while while they're, that's great. while they're doing surgery you know it's like i'm like man that's that's awesome and he said it just kind of calms everybody down it just kind of puts it kind of you know it kind of brings the whole surgical team together and it helps them focus and i'm like man that is that's tremendous so you know it's nice to see that our that hey it's also great that that people just go out on a you know and and dance and and have a great time and sing along at our concerts too but it's nice to know that the music is being uh you know there's other things that the music is used for that that are that take it a a step beyond just uh you know drink some beer and and go out and and dance you know yeah well unfortunately the uh i never thought i'd get a chance to say this in person to kevin cronin but uh my very first girlfriend broke up with me while take it on the run was playing (laughs) Ah, and I cannot hear that song. Hear that, dude. You know, I I, I can't. Uh, you know, that's that's pretty raw. But you, but, you know, it. Uh, 
it happens, you know. <laughs> you can do me a favor. Happen. I've heard that story too. Yeah, Time for me to fly is another one that that yeah, you're hearing exactly. and people uh, using as the as the, uh, the the kiss off song. So, but hey, I'm, you're you're better off for it. Who yeah, needs her anyway? You know? But Steve, how many how many uh, girls have you seduced while uh, keep on, on loving, loving you was playing? Countless, countless. Yeah, that's that, that's a tightly held secret that, that that no one in the band is is uh, is, is is able to disclose the actual facts and figures. We we do have a we do have it uh, uh, you know, a, a bed post that we carry around in the tour bus that everyone puts notches in on a nightly basis. <laughs> I, have a, I have a theory <laughs> not, that... Not at all. <laughs> but I've... there was a time, you know, there were, you know, th- you know things, uh, you know, you know, when those records were, you know, were huge hits, there was, uh, it's, you know, I don't, I don't know exactly what it is, but, uh, but women do like to be around rock bands and it's, uh, um, you know, but... Uh, in 81, in were you a single dude? Uh, well, I, I behaved like one. I'll put it that way. <laughs> that's all I wanted to know. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Hey, I got a, I got a question for you. Uh, how come, and this is as a music critic, I'm, I'm, I, 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 this, how come people don't trash hotel rooms anymore? You know, that's a good question. I think that that, that hotels are, are uh, I think the construction industry has, has, has caught up with, with, with rock and roll. And uh, 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 the other day we played Nashville, and one of my old guitar techs, uh, whose name was uh, Porky, uh, showed up. And Porky used to be as big as a house. Now he's as big as a few houses. And, and, and he one time was, uh, was uh, not happy about the fact that his room and one of the other guys in the crew's room were next door to one another but there was no adjoining door between them so he created his own adjoining door oh, you know just Jesus. physically just bulldozed his way through with it with his own physical strength so i think like i say i think the construction industry has has kept up with us and plus you know the old days of throwing a nice big picture tube analog tv out the window you, there was uh, there was a certain uh, explosion that, that that was made when when one of those things hit the cement that the new flat screens they're just not as much fun to throw out windows anymore so it's, so it's like why bother you know Kevin Cronin, that's the best answer to that question I've ever heard. That is that is the best uh, that's the best answer ever ever. Hey, I want to talk for a minute about the album High Infidelity, if you don't mind. Sure. I, I consider that I mean I've probably owned that album in ten different forms. I probably owned it three times on vinyl, three times on tape, and a couple times on D on CD. I sort of kinda of consider it one of the ultimate albums of the era. And I just want to know at what point when you're recording and making that album do you kind of realize, oh my god, we're onto something big here? Yeah, that you know, there's there's not a I don't know if there's a moment that you realize it. I think that um that you know certain records uh, that um you know, every record has its own personality, and uh, you know sometimes when you, the, what you notice more is is when the songs are not there. You know, and if you're making a record and, and it be, it's really becoming a struggle, uh, you know that that becomes apparent real quick. Um, when 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 things are going well in the studio and the and the songwriting process, um, you know, is is just evolving well, and people, you know, when when things are going smoothly, you kind of you just go with the flow and you're not really um, sitting there thinking about what the results are going to be because you're because the moment is so is so rewarding and and I think that you know records like the high infidelity record we were just having so much fun and uh uh, you know, when when you've got a batch of songs that you just feel uh, feel strongly about, it's it it becomes uh, you know the the recording process really becomes a a matter of just 
just don't fuck this up. You yeah. know what I mean? And <laughs> as opposed to the other way, where you've got songs, and maybe the you know you, you know you never know what songs that are going to get written, and when you're trying to you know make make chicken salad out of chicken shit, it's it's a lot more of a drain on you. And when when you've when you've got something that that you feel good about, the the process just kind of uh, is just it's just an you know it's still intense. Obviously, there's there's in, in any no matter how good you. Uh, how strong the songs you feel are. There's still going to be those moments where someone's, you know, having a hard time getting that right performance, or where you, you know. But it's, but it's such a positive type of an experience that it usually, when you're done, you kind of go, all right, you know. Now, you know, we really got something here because you know, finishing a record is one of the most, you know ecstatic feelings there is when you finish that last overdub and you're finally done and you can look back and uh you know and it's a it's a great feeling and and i've had that feeling the high infidelity record we had that feeling when we finished uh you can tune a piano but you can't tune a fish had had that kind of ecstatic feeling and and i must say that uh that find your own way home our our, our recent cd those three just as far as the feeling I I had when we finished them, those three are probably my my three favorites. I, I thought I thought Find Your Own Way Home in a lot of ways. It reminded me a lot of High Infidelity. It had the same sort of mix of songs. You mean you have the hard rock and smiling in the end. You have the power ballad with I Need to Fall, and then you have um, even like did I detect a little bit of country in the song A Dangerous Combination even. Yeah, there's there's been a little country in our music ever, you know. There always has been. I mean, "Taking on the Run" is a, is basically a country song with, you know, with uh, with, with with the guitars turned up to ten. You know, it's, it's uh, and and I think that's I think a lot of our songs have that 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 element because you know I think what what makes country songs uh, what they are is that they, that they're basically they're folk songs and and you know if you really break it down uh, you know a, a step deeper and you know then it, you know to, you start with a folk song a song that that, that that a guy just sits down and and writes on an acoustic guitar and and then once once you have that there's a there's a number of different ways you can go. You can you can take it country and put some mandolins and pedal steels on there. You can you can take it rock and you know you know plug in the electric guitars and bring in the drums. There's a number of ways you can go when when a song is written in that way. And and I think that's that's probably what we have most in common with with country is that's that's the way our records are, are made. They start out with the song and we just kind of let the song lead the way and uh, uh, and that's the way we've always done it. You know, Kevin, we asked our readers, we told them ahead of time that we were going to be talking to you, and uh, we, we wanted to get some questions from them. And, and one of the questions that came up the most was, people kind of wanted to know, are you still f- in touch with, or do you ever hear from uh, Gary Richrath? You know, it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting. There's there's a there's, there really is a brotherhood amongst all the the present and past members of Ario Speedwagon. That's that's pretty remarkable. I mean, we're going to be playing in Pensacola in you know right before we we get down to uh, to Clearwater, and our, the original bass player Greg Philbin lives in Pensacola, and they, I guarantee he'll be at the show, be awesome. backstage, hanging out, you know, saying hi. Um, you know, Alan Gratzer, the original drummer, uh, lives up near Reno, Nevada, and he. We just played there a couple weeks ago. He was up on stage, you know, playing percussion with us for Roll the Changes. Uh, 
and there's a real there is a kinship be, be, between guys who you've who you, you've made records with and and toured with that that is you know you you share a special bond and uh, and Gary and I you know obviously we were the kind of the the uh, the fulcrum that the whole band balanced on for for a lot of years there and and our relationship was uh, was it was a pretty intense uh, thing because we we part of what made our relationship work was the friction between us uh, you know and and that's where uh, th- that's where a, a lot of the energy for the music uh, came from uh, and so that so there was kind of a you know, I don't want to say a love-hate relationship because I never, I never hated Gary at all, and I don't think, I hope he never hated me. But, uh, but it was an intense relationship, and it was in a, uh, you know, kind of a. I always felt like Gary was my big brother, and he, he really, you know, uh, in in the beginning, pretty much taught me all I know about about rock and roll, and uh, and as time went on, the. Part of, like I said, the, the thing that that was that made the relationship happen was the friction, and the friction kind of started going away, and 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 uh, and Gary kind of started going along with me a little too much, and and I needed him to, you know, part of what made our band happen was the fact that he that we butted heads, and 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 usually came up with something that was better than what either one of us would have come up with by ourselves, so. Um, that that was kind of the, the the what happened with our relationship, and and I don't see him all that often. I'll be honest with you. I we uh, we spent a lot of time together during the when, when VH1 did that behind the music special on us, and uh, you know it's not there's not really any animosity between us uh, that 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 I feel. It's. Uh, Honestly, I always figured that that Gary would end up back in the band at some point, uh, and it just he just he never uh, he never really uh, you know came back, and uh, so I was kind of surprised by that, and 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 that's not to take anything away from Dave, or who who uh, took Gary's place, and who. Boy, talk about uh, you know some big shoes to fill right. in this band. You know, Dave Amato really uh, had to do that, and uh, and his guitar playing on the new record is just so uh, so uh, just just great. I mean, he plays so so many different styles, different instruments, different. Uh, he he really you know got into these songs and uh, really really played some great guitar parts. So um, it's uh you know it's just you know. Uh, you know, I, I would like to bump into Gary. I, I, I would. I wish nothing but uh, but good for him. Well, the, these are the days of the uh, Never Say Never reunions. You never <laughs> hey, know. I never say never to anything. There you, know, you, go. I, you know, I could. You know, who, who knows? You know, we could. Anything could happen. I, you know, I, I can't. I can't ever envision a time where Dave would not be in the band because Dave is. You know, he's been in the band for eighteen years now. But uh, you know, it's it's. Uh, you know, it's probably more and more unlikely as as each year goes by that that, that Gary's going to you know turn things around. And uh, but uh, you know, hey, if he did, that would be you know I, I would certainly uh, uh, you know I, I would love to be faced with that with, with that dilemma because because I'm sure we could come up with a creative way to make it all work. Yeah, well, there you go. Well, you know, uh, I, I posted uh, on my blog uh, this week. Uh, I was asked people who the greatest American rock band was, and Ario Speedwagon got a hell of a lot of votes. Kevin. Well, that's that's awful nice. I, you know, I, I mean, there are so many great American rock bands that that, that come to mind to me. I mean, Aerosmith, right after ZZ Top. I, mean, uh, I had CCR, a, you know, Cre- we, we Creedence, worked with Creedence, both of those bands this, uh, over the summer. There's just a. Uh, 
you know, America has got a, a lot of bands, and I guess it just a lot of it depends on what region you were you were brought up in. You know, if you're, uh, you know, people that that were brought up in in the Midwest, you know, probably look to bands like Ario Speedwagon and and Cheap Trick and Sticks, and and you know, bands from Texas would probably vote for ZZ. Bands from the Northeast would probably vote for, uh, you know. George Thurgood or, or Aerosmith, you know, and, and that's that's what's great. There's 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 room for all of us, and and uh, and to me, we're all, you know, I, I'm rooting for for every one of those bands. I, I think that that it's uh, it's fantastic that 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 those bands have lasted, you know, us included, as long as we have, and are still out there, you know, performing at a high level and still loving it, and still that. The, the, the going to concerts is still, uh, you know, st- such an important part of the American culture. Uh, it's just, uh, it's fantastic. I'm, uh, I'm proud of all of us. So there he is, Kevin Cronin from REO Speedway. Awesome. I tell you, I, he was a great guy to talk to, just as friendly as you could possibly imagine. I was surprised at how much he sounded like Kevin Cronin. <laughs> That's great. Yeah, no, he was, no, it was great. I had a fun time doing it. Aha, the sound that signifies the beginning of Reader Mailbag. As always, Sean Daly has picked out his favorite email from the week. And we'll now butcher it completely, <laughs> mocking. The I got a little bit of the, the giggles. I got a warning. I got a little bit of the giggles. I don't know what's going on. Okay, this is from one of our German fans. I'm gonna go out. I'm gonna say that we're as big in Germany as Hasselhoff. You should have been tearing down the pound for pound, goddamn yes. wall, Spears. Uh, this is from change. a German fan. She sounds really hot. Her name is Karina Curry Neskul. And I apologize, Karina, if I butchered your name. But here's what Karina had to say. Hi, guys. I wish I discovered you years ago. I just finally started downloading podcasts from my iPod and discovered this fabulous podcast just a few days ago. I'm trying to catch up with all the episodes, but I had to write and tell you that this is absolutely brilliant. Brilliant! Brilliant! My husband is deployed to Iraq, and I was feeling a bit sad this weekend, but listening to the podcast has really lifted my spirits and has kept a smile on my face. I told him about it today, and he can't wait to hear them for himself. I was highly entertained by the Fast Times at Ridgemont High episode. Well, what am I supposed to do? Go up to this strange girl in my biology class and say, Hello, I'd like you to take your clothes off and jump on me? I would. I graduated high school in 1991, but do not associate myself with much music from the 90s. I remember holding my tape recorder to my radio recording, Devo and Tony Basil. I always say Basil, Basil. Basil, Tony Basil, Dash Basil. <laughs> anyway, uh, I remember holding my tape recorder to my radio recording, Devo and Tony Basil, Basil. Do you remember her oh-so-cheesy song, Shopping from A to Z? Sadly, yes. I hope you keep this one going. I love it. A big fan in Germany, Karina Curry Neskul. You think she'll show up? Uh, it's Tony Basil, our... isn't it? It's something like that. We'll just call her Tony B. 
You see, you see Crino show up if we do our uh, beer Yes, fest? let's announce to the people what we're doing. We are going next year. We'll be broadcasting from Munich, Germany during Oktoberfest. That is our dream. The only thing that's in the way of us doing that is money and a little bit of fame. Yeah. Two things usually conquered in a year. <laughs> Actually, Karina emailed me back. I, t- I talked to her back and forth via email. She lives near Munich. So she, I'm sure she'd be happy. You to know how I up. picture Karina? As the hot chick in European vacation uh, that uh, Rusty, is it Rusty? Yeah. Makes out with? And yeah. you see her boobies? <laughs> <laughs> Your husband's That's not That's all. Karina, he's sorry. <laughs> Uh, Karina, you're great. We love you. Thanks for the letter. As always, you can always send your emails. <laughs> Take your chances and send your emails to stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com. Ah, the mystical sound that is. Name that 80s tune. This is the weekly segment where we play a song from the 80s, and if you can name the song and the artist, you win a prize. And this week, I can say prize. Yes. Because we do have prizes. And I'm going to say, I'm not even, no hyperbole. These are the best prizes I've ever seen. Tell yeah, the people. Yeah. Sean's right. Uh, FoundItemClothing.com. FoundItemClothing.com has these t shirts that are t shirts that you would have seen in some of your favorite movies. Like uh, in Real Genius, when uh, Val Kilmer's wearing the I, I Heart Toxic Waste shirt, you can buy that now at uh, Found. Itemclothing.com and Bushwood Country Club t-shirts. Elsinore Beer from Strange Brew. All these t-shirts. And they look great. It's not like some guys putting this on with Magic Marker. Yeah. We're not getting paid for this. No, no. We're not getting paid. We just think they're really, really cool. Yeah, they were happy to donate um, five shirts. So for the next five episodes, we'll have a winner. They're really great to do this. I take a double XL. (laughs) Love the Elsinore shirt. Anyway, um... This week's winner will get their choice of uh, one of those five shirts that I Can have. Can they pick? Away. I might let them pick. There's a, you didn't mention one. What's the gorilla thing? Uh, International Brotherhood of Gorillas from Real Genius and the Senior Pizza T-shirt from Loverboy. Yeah, the Senior Pizza shirt's pretty cool. They're That's, all very, very I love cool. The I love that site. So anyway, here is this week's challenge. <laughs> Tough, but it has to be for one of these T-shirts, I say. Yeah. I think I had that song on my iPod. You have 310,000 songs in your iPod. I also have nude pictures of Steve Spears. When we run out of shirts, we'll start giving those away as gifts. Nice. That's when the email stops. We're (laughs) like, is it broken? What's wrong? Anyway, if you think you know the name of the artist and the song, email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com and then find out if you can see my wiener. (laughs) Hi, this is Marissa from Kankakee, Illinois. I can't fight this feeling that Kevin Cronin is a rock legend, but it's Steve Spears who keeps the fire burning and keeps me stuck in the 80s. Ah, fantastic fan greeting. Hey, we always love those. Go to our blog at blogs.tempe.com slash 80s, and you'll find the toll-free number there to call and leave us a fan greeting because, to be honest, we don't get a whole lot anymore. Why is that? I don't know. Well's a little dried up. How are numbers? People still listen to this thing? Yeah. You guys out? Anyone out there? Hello? Am I, am I just talking into the darkness? Uh, What's your favorite REO Speedwagon song? Keep on loving you or... No, you know what it is? Tough Guys.
I like Time for Me to Fly. Another good one. They play that in concert. I saw their set list for this Don't tour. Don't let them go. It's a great set list for this tour. Is it? It really is. Can you give us a little little sneak peek? What do they open with? Oh, man. That's a good question. How about One Lonely Night? I think it's Don't Let Them Go. Oh, that's the good. the opening song. Um, so you what? think you're a blah, blah, blue, blah, blue, blee. <laughs> Kevin Cronin was great. He was great. And thank uh, you to Kevin Cronin. He was one of the very first people when we started doing when we when we conceived of the idea that maybe one day somebody famous might want to talk to us. He was which one at of your one point ones. never seemed like that would ever happen. He was number one on my list. Also, uh, give a, a shout out to his um, his handler too, Anna. Anna was great. Yeah, she was. So until next time, when Sean Daly will hopefully be wearing pants, <laughs> maybe we'll remain here. At least Daisy Dukes. <laughs> Oh God! <laughs> I know, that's a visual. I'm gonna, that's a visual that's going to keep me firmly stuck in the '80s. Stuck in the '80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com. To read our blog, go to blogs.tampabay.com/80s. Email us at stuckinthe80s at tampabay.com and remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes. In the meantime, stay with us. Stuck to our chairs. Stuck to the 80s. Oh, it sucks. <laughs> That's terrible. You can't say stuck to the 80s. Stuck to our chairs and right. stuck in the 80s. That's good. Do that.